When you don't talk about the Christian faith in public, actually it's not that nothing gets talked about. You get other people manipulating media, manipulating education. Political correctness threatens our democracy mm. because it says that certain topics are off limit. There's just things mm. that we just can't talk about. And true liberalism is where there's freedom for ideas. This is the whole Western tradition. G'day and welcome to Clayton Today. I'm Rod Earnshaw and this is our final program in the series on creeping totalitarianism. Today we're looking for practical solutions for Christian engagement in society. And to help us think these things through is David Holloway, the Vicar of Judgment in the UK. G'day David, good to have you with us. Thank you very much. David, I wonder if before we move on to trying to get quite practical in responding, if you could just very briefly tell us where we've got up to in this discussion so far. Yeah, well, uh, it, we start with the fact that no society can hold together without some shared values. And for about a thousand years, certainly, and more, um, in Western Europe particularly, the uh, values have been shaped by the Christian faith. But since about the 1990s, there's been a strong, militant, atheistic, nihilistic, secular humanism that's trying to replace the Christian value system. And it's resulted in a creeping totalitarian with concepts like political correctness and multiculturalism, uh, destroying actually a number of fundamental freedoms. Mm -hmm. Most people fail to realize that what Christianity gives you is the, uh, are those freedoms which people so, so treasure. Mm. And one of the big ones that we've been talking about is just the freedom even to interact with ideas, to Precisely. critique and to, Absolutely. Yeah, to, yeah, to have yeah, difference yeah. of opinion yeah, yeah. across quite, society. Quite. Yeah. Great. Now, we did say today we want to get quite practical in talking mm. about how we respond to this situation in our society. And I think probably the best place to start is to say, what should churches be, be doing and teaching uh, to combat this sort of thinking? Well, they need to be teaching people to share their worldview and the way that does affect public life. And, I mean, the sort of basics of the Christian faith are the creation, which, of course, is so fundamental for equality and human rights because man made in the image of God actually is so essential for securing those. Mm. And that's why there's respect for people of whatever sort, whatever nation, and so forth. Mm. Then there's the fall that uh, says that, um, you know, humankind will not actually improve by uh, simply education and evolution because there's an inherent bias against the right thing. And that stops all sorts of silly utopianisms and, and government programs that are totally unrealistic. Mm. Then, of course, redemption itself, uh, which is, uh, as the Christian says, the way that there can be change in human life, and, and not least the notion of the end, the second coming of Christ, the judgment, which does two things. One, uh, it gives people, on the one hand, hope, but also it makes this life uh, morally serious. Mm. And, uh, uh, and Shaftesbury, for example, said there was not a day uh, in his reforming life that he didn't think about the second coming of Jesus. An mm. interesting uh, comment. Mm -hmm. And I guess the very particularly moral things, the things that we do now, have consequences. Yeah, yeah, beyond I mean, just obviously, that, 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 yes, quite, now. quite. Yeah. Yeah, now, uh, it strikes me that that is something that many churches would say that they have been preaching and teaching you know, for forever, um, mm. and yet we still have a problem with the, the society moving away from that. Uh, what more do we need to be doing than simply teaching and preaching on those Well, I, I think um, it's actually seeing how these apply in the public square. Um, 
I mean, they do, th these concepts do, do actually on what worldview you have. Does affect education. I mean, what are you teaching children in schools? Mm. I mean, all right, fine, engineering or math, certain things, there's very little, if you might put it, philosophical content in those. But once you get the art subjects, I mean, what you believe is fundamental. Mm. And what is happening at the moment, there's a sort of secular, humanistic, atheistic propaganda being taught in schools, mm. uh, in the art subjects. Whereas um, we, we need to argue for it in the public square uh, how these, as I said, these fundamental doctrines affect life. I mean, you will not, at the end of the day, secure human rights uh, and, and the sort of securities that people want living together if there's no way, transcendental values, to judge the government. I mean, that's one reason why you get totalitarianism, because uh, you know, there's nothing to, 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 to hold the government accountable to. Whereas uh, the Christian faith always says God actually is ultimate, not Caesar, mm -hmm. not the secular state. So I think we've got to be arguing uh, on the terms that the world can understand it, yeah. not just the church, yeah. but relating the Christian beliefs to the wider, uh, wider agenda. And you, you mentioned something in there that strikes me as sort of almost between sort of individual life and politics, mm. there's this idea of the public square, of things like education, yeah, yeah. the way we live in yeah, our well, families. Yeah, yeah. This, is very, this is very important too because what's happened has been with this growth or the loss of the Christian worldview, um, you've had government getting larger and larger and being ultimate. Mm. And I mean, when you, you, you have a sort of nihilistic, uh, anti-Christian, anti-theistic philosophy, uh, that's all you have. And of course, um, people think that the solution to everything is government, mm. whereas uh, of course not. Y you need more than Parliament Square, you need, as you say, public square, you need what people call in mediating communities. There's the individual, there's the state, but between them you get things like the family and schools and other associations. And these are so important for the way people learn and how they interact. And these are just as important as, as, uh, uh, as Parliament. Mm. But unfortunately what's happening now is, uh, you know, people are trying to actually are destroying the family and devaluing it, and marriage particularly, which is that uh, above all, which sh supports the family. What mm. about uh, situations where, uh, where we find specific laws or, mm. or things that the that government is doing more in the political end, uh, pressing on our ability to live Christian lives yeah, yeah. consistently, pressing well, on moral and ethical issues? Well, I mean, in in the Christian community, there needs to be many people who get actually directly involved in government. I'm I'm not saying we we don't have to have parliament mm -hmm. and and political structures. Of course we do, but that's only one side of public life, and that mustn't be over exaggerated. On the other hand, it mustn't be underplayed. And Christians need to get involved. They need to vote at the lowest level. They Christians need to campaign uh, and, and things like the Christian Institute, groups like the Christian Institute uh, do that very well and have uh, secured quite a lot of changes and uh, we pray that they will do more and uh, people will therefore support them, write letters and so forth. It's a democratic society and Christians, which represent according to the, the survey of the, the last census, 70% of the population. Uh, sure, they're not all church going, but they want that worldview rather than another. Need to be engaged. Mm. And what about uh, the slightly more tricky area of involvement of the courts? I know some people will be very hesitant to ever sort of take up mm. a court case in defence of a particular moral position. What would you say well, about that? Well, I mean, I, I see, see uh, one, if they're doing that as a Christian, I, I can't see how they can argue for that. I mean, uh, the, the arguments against going to court in the Bible, mm. uh, in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, is about Christians going to, with other Christians from the mm. church, get, taking them to court. Mm. But I mean, if you look at the history of St. Paul, um, when he was in Philippi, when he was unjustly treated, mm. he wanted the magistrates to come and recognise that. Mm. And he engaged with them, and the magistrate actually had, 
had to eat humble pie. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, he went to Rome and appealed to Caesar, the highest court, uh, the highest mm -hmm. appeal that you could make. And he did that for two reasons. One, because he wanted to establish justice. And for the Christian, I mean, justice is love in the public square. Mm -hmm. And so Christians need to be interested in justice and wanting to secure justice and fairness. Mm -hmm. But also it was an opportunity for talking about the Christian faith. And uh, I mean, a sensible way. And, and Christians need to be sensible mm -hmm. when they go to court. And they, they don't want to be silly. They need to be careful and they need to be judicious. They need to be only, I mean, my view is that you want to be pretty certain of winning. Um, mm. Our Lord said, you know, that it's best to agree uh, if you can um, uh, with with people outside the court. But when mm. that can't be, um, and it's n and it's basically trying to secure what is right and just mm. um, in a democracy. Uh, you have three: you have the legislature, you have the the judiciary, and you have um, the executive. Mm. Well, Christians have to engage with all those three levels. So that's uh, just another legitimate means of influence yeah, yeah. politics. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but done so prudentially. Yeah. I mean, that's an important virtue mm. for the Christian prudence. Uh, and that so we're not just rushing off to no, court. No, 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 no. And, and, but as I say, the example of St. Paul needs to be followed. Mm. Mm. Thanks for that. That's quite helpful. Another um, issue that, that uh, comes up around about mm. these, the edges of this is this uh, notion that Christians are pushing for a theocracy. Uh, that that mm. by trying to influence government, what we're ultimately saying is all government, all the world mm. should be run on sort of the church should be the government sort of thing. Can you just comment on? Yes, that? well, of course, uh, Christians don't believe that, and it's not the case in England where we have an established church that you have Caesar on the one hand and you have God on the other hand. I mean, Jesus mm. had so this notion political rule yeah, and yeah. church. Yeah. But nevertheless, um, uh, the tradition in England from John Locke onwards mm. is that the Christians and magistrates can be Christians, and mm. uh, insofar not using the law to punish people for what they believe, because that is a fundamental freedom. But nevertheless, people should try to shape the Christian faith, uh, shape the culture uh, in that Christian direction. But it's not so much po detailed political policies as principles. Mm. And I think the church is more, more Christians, or insofar as they're Christian in, in engaging in politics, need to talk about um, those principles rather than the details. For example... So it's more the sort of means, yeah, ends I mean, than means. Yeah, William, ends and means, yes. Mm. And William Temple, uh, had the classic case, like uh, with regard to a bridge, his analogy was that, I mean, mm. the Christians should say we want a safe bridge and so forth and so on. Mm. Uh, but the architect has to draw it and uh, plan it. And mm. the Christian can say, you know, and, and William Temple himself said that there were three fundamental goals. I mean, freedom, fellowship and service. Those were values that the Christian wanted to be securing uh, in, mm. a, in a good society. Mm. But how you actually map that out, mm. um, you know that there is a, that there are detailed questions that mm. that individuals can come up with different sh answers to those. Both Christ Christians mm. can be on either sides of some of those debates. Now, um, so far you, you know, you've, you've uh, been talking a lot about things that we can do, mm. and it'd be possible at this point to think, well, where is God in this? Um, mm. So, where is God in this program that you're laying out that we should be following? Well, I mean, uh, the, the the God is is is. Sovereign Lord of all, His is the kingdom, the power, and the glory ultimately. Mm. And uh, what um, one is concerned to do uh, as Christians is to be aware that um, uh, in the Old Testament it's quite clear that God wanted His people to be engaged in when they were free to do so in the whole of life, mm. and Christians need to do so. Uh, and uh, uh, certainly, Christians need to be praying. Mm. And uh, one of the things, even when people can't engage well, and 
for their own personal circumstances or whatever, uh, they should be praying for the state. Mm -hmm. And in, in 1 Timothy mm -hmm. chapter uh, 2, uh, Paul says that uh, we must first of all pray for mm -hmm. those in public authority that we may they lead quiet and peaceful lives, peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So you should be praying mm -hmm. that God will do that. And anything you pray for, of course, you ought to be willing to work for. Indeed. Um, I mean, that's a basic Christian premise. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not either or, it's both and. So David, we're really uh, coming to the end now, but I wonder mm -hmm. if you could just briefly summarise those, those different points that you've made about how we should be engaging yeah, well, I mean, I think Christians need to do uh, two things. One, they need to be um, uh, teaching uh, how the Christian faith does affect public life, and that certainly if you lose the fatherhood of God, you soon lose the brotherhood of man. But secondly, I think Christians need to be much more upfront than they have been in the past uh, in this engagement and more confident uh, and realizing that uh, if the Christians don't actually support and promote, not impose, but propose the Christian faith, uh, no one will. Brilliant. Thank you very much, David. That's been very helpful. And thank you for watching. If you missed any of the programs in this series, you can catch up on our website. And let's pray and work to see God's name honoured by all in our society. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye.